Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard about Sylvester de Silva in the news. Now, he's speaking to no one but journalist Carrie Saxon in a podcast he wants to call The De Silva Linings Ghost Book. Welcome to episode two of this brand new podcast. I'm Carrie Saxon and with me is Sylvester De Silva. Hey Sylvester, how are you? Hello Carrie, how are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. How are you? I'm very well, thank you Carrie. Thank you for asking. It's been a long time coming. I'm back in the UK now. Wow, already? Already, yes. They kicked me out of the USA. They said, don't ever, ever come back. I don't know what it was that I did to upset them. Uh, I was bundled onto the first plane back to the UK economy class. And here I am back in good old, good old Great Britain. (laughs) It's very, very pleased you're back. I'm sort of pleased. It's, you know, it's always nice to go away, but it's always nice to come back home. Of course. And are you able to tell us now what happened to get your early release from the United States? Well, the investigations were a bit of a bust, I'm afraid. The one down in Florida, that was the catalyst for my early return. I upset quite a few people. I can't name any names, so I will abbreviate. I will just use the initials. So CB and JE were not best pleased, JE being my client, and it was it wasn't very good. It had lawyers involved, and suffice it to say, I shall not be going back anytime soon. Oh, that is kin annoying, isn't it? It is. It is. The reviews are in from last week, Sylvester. What do you think of that? Oh, fantastic! I've been looking forward to this. What do they say, Carrie? Well. People are not entirely kind at times, are they? No, they can be a little mean, which yeah. I take to be something of a foreshadowing. What What are these reviews saying? Oh, they loved it. But I sense there's a great big but coming. Okay, there were some problems that were brought up. Well, if it's critical for you, back, I'm all ears. Okay, then. There was talk of noise in the background. Rubbish. You sure? I wanted constructive feedback. This is just critical nonsense. What noise? They're talking about my voice. I think that's what they're on about, is it? Your voice went down very well. Right, okay. There were some errant sounds. I think that was probably some kind of supernatural going on. What do you think? No. You were banging the microphone. (laughs) Yes, I I was. I have been told that uh, I need to keep a reasonable distance, social distance, if you will, from the microphone and keep my hands fully planted down in my lap and refrain from hitting the mic because apparently listeners don't like that. Can I point out again that we are recording over Zoom? We're still we are. socially distanced. Uh, there's not an opportunity for Sylvester and I to go into a studio anytime soon. So No, I am beginning to think though, Carrie, that this has something to do with money and not necessarily down to social distancing. I think somebody needs to pull some cash out of their wallet or purse and uh, fund a decent studio. And it won't be me because uh, the the wallet is uh, firmly sealed at the moment. You're absolutely right. And I think it's time that someone else sorted it out. Somebody should sort this out, shouldn't they? Somebody Somebody should. should. Somebody should. Why isn't somebody sorting this out, Carrie? 
And when I speak to somebody, I really want to sort this out for you. So yeah. Master, don't you and worry. let me know who this person is. I'm going to give somebody a piece of my mind as well. Good. The feedback was it was badly edited. Well, nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us. We do not edit this podcast. Uh, is this the same person as we were just? Is this the somebody that we're talk, that we were just talking no, about? Actually, a different somebody. Is this some work experience person that you've got in? Let's just start the show. This week, we're going to talk about Sylvester's investigation into cash as well. Oh, hang on, Carrie. Sorry, I want to stop you there. I will want, I do want to speak about this. We will speak about this. But I thought perhaps maybe we'll have a bit of a theme, a themed episode. So I'm going to suggest we talk a bit about conspiracy theories, because there's a lot going on at the moment in that realm, that world. No, I I know that you've, and I know, and I know that you're something of an expert on this subject because you wrote a paper on it. I really don't want to talk about conspiracy theories. Hey, we don't need to talk about 5G controlling people's minds. No. no. Or or even uh, coronavirus being a man-made thing. Hey, that's not for us to discuss. We're not discussing it. We won't even mention it. Please don't. Edit, edit that out. We won't mention that. But something I think everybody has got a passing interest in, don't you think? I know you have. I've already said you wrote a paper on it. And that, remember... When you went to write my book all those years ago, part of your uh, resume, your CV, yes, included this work that you did about conspiracy theories. I must be honest, I read a couple of paragraphs. I had, I got the gist of it. Said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Signed, Carrie, Carrie Saxon signed her off to write my book. And obviously we know what happened after that. But I, it gives you a chance to talk a little bit more, Carrie, because a little bird whispered in my ear last week that I was doing far too much talking. And as much as I do enjoy talking, I think it's very, very important to allow the host of the programme to actually get a word in. Don't you agree, Carrie? No, because this I whole... mean, it's very important, you know, because I'm equal opportunities, equal opportunities is very important. And furthermore, I will not be labelled a misogynist because a, a woman's voice is very important. So Ca- carry on, carry on. I did ask not to talk about my past, but if this is the way it's going to be, I hope you'll be talking about why you're in the news very shortly. Yes, when there's a good, when there's when the signs and planets are in the correct order, then yes, yes, I will discuss it at great length in great detail. I think that might even be a bumper episode. Bumper episode, a full thirty minutes, maybe a full thirty minutes, perhaps maybe even thirty-five. If we can stretch it out that far, we'll have to get some adverts in, perhaps. Yeah, we're definitely going to need to find a sponsor for this. Wait, hey, Carrie, anybody out there that wants to sponsor, I am more than willing to accept free products. Um, me too. Please get in touch with us. Or money. I mean, money isn't everything, but it, it certainly helps. It will pay for this um, elusive recording studio that you've been banging on about. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, conspiracy theories, Carrie. What's your favourite one? I'll be, I'll be the interviewer for the next couple of minutes. What's your favourite conspiracy theory? Can you have a favourite conspiracy theory? Or do we well, talk about so. or do we talk about the ones that actually were true? Or, for, well well the most interesting, I would say. Let's say start with Roswell. That, Roswell that's absolutely. firmly back in the past that we can't get into trouble for today. So And well, so the aliens the aliens came and Well the, that's a point. The aliens didn't come and it was found out much later that the government was just testing out their own equipment. And that was confused 
was alien. And they confirmed that because the aliens came and said no, on no, camera no. that this is nothing to do with us. No, there was no aliens. This is Can not we... our equipment. No, th- there was no aliens. Can we stop talking about the aliens? I'd like to go to Roswell. Have you been to Roswell, Carrie? I- I've never been to Roswell. And do you know what, Sylvester? They do not let you into Area 51. Hey, do you remember when there was a bit of a petition where people were going to go on mass to Area 51? I was going to lead yes. the charge because I want answers. There's something in there. There's something in there. And I think whether it's whether it's elusive alien technology, because I'm not waiting a thousand years for my hoverboard and my laces to do themselves up. You know, that's not real. That's Back to the Future too. Well, we don't know because this is the thing as well. Talk about conspiracies. What do all these writers and all that know? They must be putting things into their books and their television programs and films for, for a reason. They're onto something. I really think so. Just couldn't be their imagination, could it? Well, no, it, no, of course not. I mean, there hasn't been an original idea since the 1800s, and that's a fact, that is. What fact is that? Well, I saw it on the internet. Somebody did a really good article about it. In fact, saying that, I mean, that was quite an original article, so maybe I stand corrected. But anyway, so Roswell, not aliens. It was all the government testing out some spooky technology. That's, that's what that's, the gist of it is, is it? That's the gist of it. So we've ticked off Roswell, not, not really as grandiose conspiracy theories people like to think it's not well one more one more this is another Sylvester de Silva show and Carrie Saxon is the guest what's <laughs> ne- next one Carrie what about the one with the boat you mean the Marie Celeste uh, no I've never met her no the, the other boat the uh, the one the time traveling boat ah you're talking about the Philadelphia experiment if that's the one yeah it was that did they make a film about that with Tom they Hanks did. I they think did. they did with Tom Hanks not so sure so this is about the USS Eldridge, which disappeared, was transported yep. 200 miles into Norfolk, Virginia, and then later reappeared in its original location. No, that's spooky, isn't it? And uh, did it time travel? The sailors on board suggested they did time travel, but many of them were confused and traumatised. Classic symptom of time travel. It didn't happen. I mean, uh, have, have you ever heard anything so ridiculous as soldiers no. being fused to the side of boats i mean they tried that with that film about the warrens about the enfield haunting that didn't happen either hang on a second now carrie um whilst whilst i did not know the warrens in life i have spoken to them at great length through the ether and they were legit they really were legitimate if you say so and they made films about them i mean you're not going to make a film about somebody that was a charlatan would you yeah you would i mean nobody's made a film about me so I don't know if that proves or disproves my point. I think it's coming. I genuinely think it's coming, Sylvester. I hope so. I'd like to play myself, actually. That'd be quite good. Ideally, oh, apart this from is, you... Oh, I, I, I got a good sense now, Carrie. I sense this is going to be a good question. Apart from you, who would you like to play you in a film? I would say, well, my initial, what comes to the top of my head is Meryl Streep, because, I mean, she can play anybody. She can. That's fair. Have they done a Doctor Who episode about this? They've done a Doctor Who episode about everything. Probably, they've they've vlogged that, haven't they? In Um, fact, I don't think they do much. I don't think they do enough with ghosts. Uh, I have seen a a few episodes. They don't do enough with ghosts. They did include one of my um, all-time heroes, one of my closest friends, back before he parted the the, to the spirit world. Uh, But he was barely in it. He was in it for a couple of seconds, and that was that. So no, they they need to put more ghosts in it. Time traveling ghosts. I think that would be excellent. You know, they weren't actually ghosts in the end of that programme. You know, no spoilers here. In fact, there are spoilers here. They weren't actually ghosts. So you what know, were they? Well, they were Cybermen. 
Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that episode. The one I saw definitely had ghosts. In fact, they may have actually been real ghosts. You never know. Okay. Because all these, all these TV, I've been, you know, all these going off on a bit of a tangent. I carry all of these TV studios hotbed for paranormal activity. Oh, hotbed, hotbed, okay. hotbed, hotbed. BBC, ITV. Well, it's just a lot of history. That you know, it doesn't help that a lot of them are built on burial sites. I mean, that's always asking for trouble, if you ask me. Don't you think? I, d- I wasn't aware any of them were built on burial sites. Well, let me, hey, hey listen, where Ghost Troopers used to be based in the TV studios, that was a fairly oldish building. And yeah, there were lots of ghosts in there. Was there a monk? There wasn't a monk. There was a couple of people from period dramas back in right. the day. There were a couple of Victorian children, as you would expect. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a priest and there was a nun. And the rest were all just disgruntled technicians and other media types and i i don't blame them i mean working in the media is the most depressing existence you'd never wish on anybody you work in the media no i mean the thing is what i do i'm doing my thing and it just so happens that a camera crew are following me around they're doing their job i'm doing mine do you see what i mean no Does that makes sense no no but fantastic okay moving on so one more conspiracy theory carrie what about when paul mccartney died when did he die? 66. No. Well, s- somebody died in 66. I would imagine quite a lot of people died in 66. Yeah, more than likely. Mm. It's something perhaps I should investigate. I'll find out. And but what about JFK then? All I know is that he was. there were no aliens involved in this. No aliens. And somebody called Oswald uh, apparently shot him with a miraculous no, no. magic bullet. No, and, no, apparently. And then the FBI were involved and it was all a conspiracy because they wanted to get rid of JFK because he was, they thought, a bit of a, a lightweight what with the Cuban Missile Crisis and it was something to do with Russia. And so the, the, his own government plotted to kill him, of which they did. And that's what I understand. And, as, and I've treated as truth since I saw a documentary on, on Netflix years and years ago. No. Am, I, am, I, am I anywhere near... You're very, very close to the actual conspiracy, but probably not even a smidgen close to the truth. Right, okay. But do we care about the truth? Do you know the truth does get in the way sometimes, doesn't it? It gets in the way of elections and... It really does. I think we're bordering on politics territory again there, Carrie. The The thing about JFK is people refuse to accept that one person could kill another person. And that's, as we know... It's terrible. Yeah, it's um, but it happens, especially it's, when it's when they're put up by the person's own government. And we're back, and hopefully Sylvester will now be ready to talk about Cash as well, which was an investigation he did with the Ghost Luthers team. Absolutely, Carrie. Yes, you're right. Series two of Ghost Luthers. We went down to Cash as well, which is in Langdon Hills Country Park. It's down okay. in Essex, down in Essex that way. Right. Uh, it's quite a nice place, nice country park, what have you, one of our first outdoor investigations. So we were always being told by the killjoy of the parapsychologist that we had following us about, saying, oh, you know, you've got to be wary because of the sounds of the forest and people walking and explainable sounds. So like, hang on, let's, let's, get, let's get down there first. And the moment that you start to hear a woman shrieking in the woods, then you'll know that it's paranormal activity. And don't give me any rubbish about plausible explanations. 
let's you know, let's think about this. So we went down there and basically brief history of the place. Back 1900s, around then, there was this fella called Edwin Cash, who was a bit of an entrepreneur. He had a okay. pub down in London. Yes. And he fancied, you know, he was coming up to retirement, fancied a bit of money in his back pocket. He wanted a get-rich-quick scheme. So he tapped into this water supply down in cash as well. Initially, they didn't really use it because when you boiled it, it had this weird sediment. I think it was some kind of paranormal substance, some ectoplasm potentially. I can't prove it because it was over 100 years ago. Anyway. And there's no such thing. Anyway. One farmer actually used the water to give to his cattle one summer when it was really barren and dry and the cattle thrived on it. So logical conclusion, if it's good enough for the cows, it's good enough for the masses, which I think is something that probably still stands to this day. We're finished with conspiracy theories though, so I won't go any further. Anyway, Edwin Cash starts selling the water, claiming it's got medicinal properties or fancy selling it to chemists and, and what have you. Right. And then one day the well that he was using gets flooded by the local sanatorium. Okay. Who knows what muck and gubbins were, were in there. And he still kept selling the water, saying that it was, you know, it, was, it was a miracle tonic. And when people complained, it was giving them diarrhea and vomiting and uh, in some cases near-death experiences. He said, hey, listen, it's clear out water. It's supposed to do that. Freshes your innards out. But it didn't end too well for Mr. Cash because... He was found out and he went bust, which is a, a tragic story, really, it's isn't a, it? It's a long, a tragic story. A businessman who puts money before morals. Can you believe it? I don't believe it. I've never met such a creature. Exactly. So we go down there, okay. you know, posturing about, filming this, that and the other. Katrina goes up to the sanatorium, does her little, because um, it's still there, the building does a little long vigils and seances. And because by this point, she was dipping her toes in the water of doing the little experiments and the Ouija boards and all that. I, I don't give any credence to Ouija boards because they're so easily influenced, which might surprise you that I'm saying this, Carrie. But because yes, because you used to use them quite frequently in the yes. programme. I've never been a fan because ultimately it's a board game from the Victorian times. Okay. And I think you may as well be using a mousetrap or hungry, hungry hippos to, to contact the dead. And you, you know, it's, a, it's a thought, isn't it? You could try. I would I like to see how you do it with hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, or Monopoly, Scrabble, Scrabble. Scrabble. Well, fantastic. No, (laughs) don't give them letters. Yeah, I think that's quite insulting. Many spirits have told me why. I'm not. I'm not a fool. I'm not an idiot. And you're giving me this board of letters, and you want me to spell out my own name. Do you think I am three years old? No. I mean, some of them are, but you've got to give them yeah. credit. So uh, give them a Scrabble board and away they go. But you never see that, do you? It was my, you know, I no. came up with that idea, but they said, no, that's stupid. And something to do with licensing and all that, because we can't be, I don't even know I can say Scrabble. Can I say Scrabble? You can say Scrabble. I've said it about 10 times already. So anyway, I digress. So she's off there doing that and I'm investigating the well. And I do get a sense that Edwin Cash is still there and he, he was haunting the well. And I got to admit back in the day when we would perhaps taunt ghosts and spirits a little more than we should have i came loaded with a couple of bottles of evian water taking long exaggerated sips and remarking about how delicious and nutritious the water was and that really riled him up not the type to taunt ghosts but you carry on i wouldn't do it now because again it was it was all for all for television i suppose and i was Mm. being told see if you can get a response from these spirits which i did no you didn't because then ghosts would have to exist and they don't well carrie watch the episode back i know you've been watching them all i think you'll be you'll be convinced 
You'll be definitely convinced because, hey, where did that water start coming from? I don't know, a tap? From, so. the, from the well, there was water started. I, I thought perhaps it was maybe symbolic. It was Edwin Cash's tears flowing down the well. And we couldn't explain where the water was coming from. Probably one of your runners being told to do it. Oh, no, they wouldn't do that. Wouldn't they? No, they were probably too busy fetching me coffee every yeah. couple of minutes. Fair point. Because, hey, when you're doing these overnight investigations, it was a terrible toll, terrible toll on the um, on the body and the mind, staying up all night, okay. not going to bed till seven in the morning. You need so, coffee. So I remember a little bit about this episode. As you know, I have watched every single one of them from my sins. Begrudgingly. Well, you know, research is everything, apparently. It's not good for my mental health, but hey, let's just do it, isn't it? Let's just get exactly. it out there. Exactly. You're a journalist. You're a professional. So I remember when we went back to this episode, something really weird happened. Well, it, something really weird happened all the time. You know, well, yeah, but on this, partic- on this particular episode, you and Katrina were having a row about a dog and they kept it in and it had nothing to do with Supernatural. But it became apparent that obviously you're a dog person and she's a cat person and never the twain shall meet, isn't it? It became obvious when a little dog that you came running over and you made a fuss of it, she nearly kicked it away. She felt that she was being overcome by the spirit of quite clearly a dog hating sociopath but you know, I had my I had my suspicions if I remember rightly on the episode there was you and Katrina you had your little back and forth about animals which was utterly pointless I think character development don't you think are you characters I thought she was well, a sort of sort of aren't we I mean we, we were all characters do you not think Carrie no we we're all a character we're not some of we're us all are a character no. we're all characters no. In the great play of life. I remember somebody told me that back when I used to do amateur theatre. Right. Like, life's a stage or some, some rubbish like that. Well, that would be Shakespeare. Well, yeah. Try and steer, steer well away from him. I mean, he doesn't to... shut up. He just literally doesn't shut up. I mean, I've communed with him a few times. I, half the time, I don't understand what he's saying. Okay. Um, I mean, who, who honestly, have you ever watched one of his plays? Yes. And I've no, really you're, no, Carrie, you, Carrie, you haven't. I have. Everyone, everyone, everyone knows about Shakespeare's plays everyone knows that to be or not to be I mean he's furious he really is furious the last time I spoke to him furious that nobody's really that interested in his plays because they never stay to the end in fact even back in the day they didn't stay to the end I stay to the end all, every time. What no, are you Carrie, talking I mean, about? There must have been an extra couple of hours you thought, stuff this, I'm going. No. A bit like when the, the, the Da Vinci Code came out. I mean, half an hour into that, I thought, this is just far-fetched, this is. This I, is ridiculous. What nonsense. I quite enjoyed it. Quite a pleasant way to spend a couple of hours. Tom Hanks, what more do you want? Well, yeah, asleep, probably. No, no, no. <laughs> Can we not discuss Shakespeare and Tom Hanks? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, Carrie, I can't even remember what we were talking about to begin with. We were talking about dogs. Is it fantastic? Just a train of thought, isn't it? Talk about cats and dogs, (laughs) and we end up talking about how rubbish the Da Vinci Code is. It wasn't rubbish. It was quite. Anyway. It was. It was quite a good film. In hey, a way. Yeah, that, that, and that's another thing. Perhaps maybe I shouldn't talk about. What's that? Well, I can't talk about it. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so all I'll say to- is, all I'll say is, that my my family are sworn enemies of the Freemasons. Quite a proud boast. It is. I mean, it's not something I wear with pride, but it's just a sad fact that every every single negative thing that's ever befallen the De Silva family look no further. But I won't get into that too much because, you know, you don't know who's listening to you. A few hours ago, we were in Cash as well, and we were talking about the investigation you and Katrina had. Uh, this was the episode that Katrina famously demanded you do Riverdance. 
Oh, yes. I mean, it didn't fit. It was silly. There was no river. It was a well. There was what no dancing. What has that got to do with anything? And no, was, she, you'd never get any dancing from me. And then she was possessed by a child, and she was saying to you, are you my mummy? Oh, yeah. Isn't that just so rubbish? Isn't that silly? It was. I mean, she wasn't possessed, because I can always sense when somebody's, you know, it's like when you see somebody glued to their mobile phone, it's just, you know, they're transfixed. And she wasn't possessed at all. But again, you know, no hard feelings to her. I mean, she's just trying to do her job, isn't she? I mean, it it worked at the time. Got a couple of ratings, boosted the popularity somewhat. Can't blame someone for doing their job, can you? And that's what I like about you, because famously she outed you as a fraud. Yeah. And you still got time for her? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, as I've said before, I've tried reaching out, but unfortunately she's not terribly interested at the moment. She's doing her thing still on YouTube. Um, Obviously, there's still a little bit of banter here and there, but no, never wished her ill, even after the old shenanigans on on Ghost Toothers. I think that's partly because I was very, if I can regale you with a a bit of an anecdote, Carrie, I don't do this often. For quite a while after Ghost Toothers, I did fall into a bit of a a pit of despair and, and misery that had nothing to do with being stranded on a vineyard in Portugal, drinking far too much wine. But um, but and you know I've had bouts low points ever since because mm. things have been a bit dull, particularly this year with lockdown and all that. And because I think it's very easy to just get lost in your own thoughts, isn't that right, Carrie? Carrie, wakey wakey! Oh, sorry, Sebastian. You get, you get lost in your own thoughts. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, just got lost in my own thoughts. There. Yes. Sorry. And, and recently, perhaps beginning beginning of the year, I had another bit of a period of self-doubt and, and, and low points and mm-hmm. no amount of psychic communications could lift my lift my spirits. I had, an, I had a, a vision. And this okay. is the most, this is the holiest experience I've ever had. Because people, and this is another subject, people ask me, well, you know, if you can communicate with the dead, what about the, the holy dead and the holy spirits? That's a no-go area. It's a bit like when you, when you, when you dial someone's phone number and it goes straight to answer phone all the time. You think, hey, I, keep, I keep trying. But yeah, this is the, the, the holiest experience I've ever had. This is as hey. holy for me as it gets. I remember being at home right. and look, look, down the, look down the corridor and my, my, my vision started to blur somewhat it was almost like the, the room was filling with smoke and i go what, what, what's what's happening and i could get the sense that there was there was something a bit like 5g interference you know and no, not like 4g that. interference no. and static um, okay. and i thought well, what's that there's something's happening and then all of a sudden a man appeared okay. flowing flowing perfect flowing hair simple but elegant white robes and i knew uh, un- unmistakable who that was who was it? Unmistakable. Who was and it? No, it was not Jesus Christ. It was Walter Mercado. <gasps> One of my lifelong heroes appeared right before me. And I knew that he was here to give me some sage advice. And that he did. He said, Sylvester, Gemini, which for which yes. I am. Yeah. Um, Gemini, you're always in two minds. You're always in two minds. But after all, two minds are better than one. And you must use that to your advantage and believe, believe in yourself, believe in your two minds and you will succeed. And with that, did a little swirl. And after a series of dramatic and enigmatic hand gestures, whipped his cape up and said, mucho, mucho amor and disappeared into the ether. Uh, The holiest experience I've ever had. People say never meet your heroes. Rubbish. I mean, it depends. I mean, if your hero is a political figure, then perhaps maybe you don't. But um, what, I mean, what what an experience. 
one experience. I, honestly, I only that, wish that was true. That and was that beautiful. truly lifted my spirits. And that is, that's what brought me here today. Okay. To come out of the woodwork, come out of the closet, so to speak. Yes. Come out of the woods, go through the, you know, peer through the wilderness and make a, make a dramatic and sensational return, which I think this is going to be a part of. That is so poetic, Sylvester. Thank you for taking part in this podcast. I like Shakespeare. Oh, actually, no, nothing like Shakespeare. No. He was rubbish. Can we just go back to this investigation? Because we haven't actually covered the investigation. Okay, what bit did did I miss? It was all true. In in summary, it was all true. Edwin Cash appeared, apologised for what he had done. And yeah, there was was water flowing that couldn't be explained. Katrina revealed herself to be a dog-hating maniac. And she was possessed by a child in the sanatorium, going around asking people if they were her mummy. And that was about it, I think. Thank you for that summary. Eight out of ten, I'd give that episode. I would recommend. Yeah, my my score would be different. Eight and a half. It would be a point five in it. And now it's time for the Q&A. Last week, I tweeted out and we had a couple of questions. This week, people are actually emailing in questions. Fascinating. Yes. So Why are they doing that? Well, because they want to know these things. I suppose. Okay. First question to you is from somebody called Charlie Harris. What is the most famous ghost you have ever communicated with? Most famous ghost? I would say the most famous ghost would be that of Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller? Yeah. And what did Glenn Miller have to say? Not much, to be honest. Um, He just kept playing his trombone. Hey, Sylvester, maybe he wasn't in the mood Okay, and uh, next one. This is from David Smith. When was the last time you spoke to your former Ghost Luthers host, Katrina Woods? I think it was probably last year. It wasn't much of a conversation. Again, it was me trying to offer out the olive branch and then it being chucked back in my face via a third party because she gets other people to respond for her now. But, you know, who knows? Maybe she'll, she'll respond one of these days. She's busy with a YouTube series. And best of luck to her. Okay. And the last question is someone called Richard B. Forgetting about the films, who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman? Neither, because they're not real. That's nearly us for this week. It's been quite an interesting conversation, Sylvester. No, you're right, Carrie. It's been a roller coaster of a conversation this week. I mean, all sorts of stuff we've gone over. Next yes. week, however, um, I think you've get well and truly given up trying to rein in what we discuss on this podcast. So I have, next yes. week, I will suggest haunted artifacts and curses. That sounds uh, one really of them, good. Haunted artifacts and curses, of which I know a little something about, because in and amongst all of my artifacts my collection that i have which i've already mentioned one of my hats okay a hat a hat you another hat another haunted hat or another another yet again another haunted hat i i just can't get i can't get rid of them they they just Uh, i seem to be a magnet for them i i think you're way ahead of the game on this one hey listen i think the hats are gonna i mean people wearing baseball caps and whatnot these days but i think the old classic fedora will be making a comeback soon oh i can't wait hey listen well i've got about 50 of them all knocking about ready to go some of them are haunted 
Okay. Uh, some of them have positive energies imbibed in them. Like one, for example, I've got a hat that used to belong to Harrison Ford, and that's given me some very special powers. He's not dead. No, he's not dead. But this one, it must have been must have belonged to him back in the day because certain objects hold on to a person's personality and skills and things like that. So whenever I put this hat on, if there's a closing door, no doubt I'll be able to roll underneath it, no problem. It's kind of essential skill, that, isn't it? It is. You mean the thing, you never know what kind of situations you uh, find yourselves in. And curses, I have dealt with a couple of cases where people have apparently been cursed. I myself may have dabbled in putting a curse on someone or something just to see if it worked. And well, we'll find out next week. We'll see what happens. I can't wait. And obviously, we'll be talking about your big hobby as well. Maybe we'll find some time to talk about crochet. Who knows? I can't wait. Well, I, I actually haven't mentioned Carrie. It is haunted crochet. Haunted crochet. You'll have to How explain that, that to me. How about that to whet your appetite? Well, I really can't wait till next week. So we're going to have to, I'm afraid. Because <laughs> well, I'm off. Let's I'm leave off. it there. <laughs> let's just go. I need a drink and he needs to go off somewhere to escape closing doors or something. We'll see you all next time. Bye, Sylvester. Bye, Carrie. Goodbye, everyone. podcast was devised and performed by John Parry and Jackie J. Sarah. It is a deliciously bright production. If you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review or donate via Buy Me A Coffee. All details, including full credits, can be found on the website ghostbookpodcast.com. <laughs>